It's time to level up. Level up. Level up. Level up. Level up. Mastering the inner game. Meditate, elevate, celebrate. Mindset, level up. Make sure you hit that like, share, and subscribe button so you never miss out on any of our great mindset content. Hey guys, I hope you're having another beautiful day and making the most of the gift that we have, which is the present. So today our topic is going to be diving into seven key mindset qualities of athletes and how we can develop them. Now for anyone who doesn't know who I am, I am the head mindset coach, Julian Service, always at your service. And I hope that I can share my experience and knowledge from my sports career, from my journey to help you with your process so that you level up to that next level. Okay, so this is all about getting the performances up and just improving your quality of living and enjoying that athlete life without getting that burnout and misusing the amazing experience that we can receive when going through this process, okay? So obstacles do not have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, go through it, or work around it. Great quote by Mr. Michael Jordan. Okay, so one of the guys who had one of the best mindsets when it came to being an athlete because he always found a way to achieve his goals, to stay on track with achieving the results desired no matter how much success he was having or how much of an icon he was, and he was still finding ways to go around new obstacles and challenges, and this is why he was an amazing athlete, right? The mindset. A lot of guys maybe had similar talent, but the mindset separated the gap, right? So the best athletes in the world tend to share these similar qualities amongst each other. And it's undoubtedly true. Why? Because they have the key components to be successful as an athlete. No matter what sports you're playing, it will take the correct mindset to achieve the best results we can get. So athletes sometimes get overly focused on the physical training variables and forget to maintain training on their mental capacity. More athletes fail at reaching their highest potential because they lacked care or understanding towards their mindset. The number one piece that creates the drive for these qualities to be heightened is passion. Without it, the desire and pursuit for elite performance will only reach a sliver of that individual's potential. People must understand the reality of sports. If you're pursuing athletics to an elite level, expect it's going to be a long and difficult road, okay? Tons of twists and turns, ups and downs. And if your mental toughness and mindset are not staying up to par, it's going to be a long and tough road to endure. For this reason, a lot of athletes, unfortunately, can struggle with their mental health in a bit of a different way. And this is because of potentially failure, setbacks, that high expectations with low self-confidence, or even overtraining and then under-delivering, right? So these all can bring in some anxiety, a little bit of depression if things don't go the way. Maybe the anxiety builds into insomnia, so they all overlap, right? And this is why many of 
athletes will not make it through that physical grind for the most part, usually. But like any other masters of their craft, it's difficult to, you know, be able to get time and effort for these components to be a successful career. So it takes so much effort and duration to actually achieve these results. So seeing the pursuit as a way of life with no rush or desire to achieve the results right now is the best way to go about it. Except it's about enjoying in the experience and having as much fun as possible. I guarantee you will perform better if you're happier. So muscles are more relaxed and the mental approaches are way more patient and precise when we're having fun and we're staying joyful in the moment. So really important. But that is what sports are really about, competing and having fun. But as we develop and get older, the game gets more serious. There's more higher implications towards our future opportunities to continue playing or even to make a career out of the sport. When fun becomes work, though, it can start to feel like a chore and create a sense of burnout or roller coaster emotional stability. Because of the controlling, our routine and mindset are vital for consistency and maintaining enjoyment of the athletic process. So you got to make it fun and you got to make it a balance that no matter what you're doing, if you're putting in that hard work, you got to find a way to dial it back and really calm that psyche down because too much of anything is good for nothing. So yes, you need to work hard. You got to keep putting that gas to the pedal, but at some point you got to pull off the gas, recover, recuperate, rejuvenate the mind, and then put that gas back down, right? So it just takes a little bit of developing that routine and that strict but relaxed, flowy mindset that's going to give you the results you're looking for. If we make our sport feel like a job instead of a passion, it will eventually become too much of a burden because sports are very competitive. Very competitive. (laughs) And younger athletes are getting developed faster and faster with even more parents in hope that their kid one day is going to be at the pinnacle of the stages on TV or competing in Olympics to showcase where they're coming from and just be that one You know, that 0.1% of an athlete who gets to stand on the podium. This doesn't take away, obviously, from the years of dedication and how much it takes to really see that the science, the training, the nutrition, newer development in coaching and mental aspects are all elevating athletes quicker to amazing new records and accomplishments amongst their leagues or franchises. Competition will always breed winning. I heard that so much. So if athletes get better at younger ages, their potential for development by their prime will be exponential to athletes before them. Who may have not had that same development and focus from outside sources, right? So the athletes back in the day, they might have just showed up, put in the practice, competed, and then maybe just went and enjoyed themselves and did something completely different. Whereas now athletes are consistently working at their craft more and more. And with the tools, technology, and more coaching and experience from failures and lessons learned as a whole in the community, our athletes are just getting better and better. And more people are putting more diligence and time 
into creating these athletes that are even next level. So that's why we're seeing so many world records broken, so many new franchise records set. It's amazing to watch. And anyone who really loves sports, this is the time to always watch. And I mean, that's going to be for the future to come, obviously, for sure. But definitely athletics right now are amazing to watch because of how much dedication these athletes are putting into their craft. So when iconic athletes are getting better, it makes also the younger athletes want to be just as good, which then feeds back into that development ring and going on to another level. So anyone who loves sports, you have to be wanting to watch them right now because seeing it from maybe Connor McDavid in hockey or watching Usain Bolt in track or seeing Ronaldo and Messi play soccer, the athletes are amazing. So definitely appreciate it, but see what they're doing and find out how you can adopt maybe some of their mindset techniques or their qualities, which the ones we go through today, they definitely all share, okay? Just remember, dreams are free. Goals have a cost. While you can daydream for free, goals don't come without a price. Time, effort, and sacrifice with sweat is definitely necessity. How will you pay for your goals? And that came from Usain Bolt, right? The fastest man in the world and the most accoladed male sprinter to ever touch a track. So my background is half Jamaican. So I feel a little proud when it comes to Usain Bolt. And I get a lot of, you know, comments from people. Oh, you're Jamaican. You're fast like Bolt. So seeing that athlete, it gives everyone else that is a part of that nation, that background, that culture, the feeling of, association with such a great athlete. So it is such a repercussion for someone who put in that time and effort to not only see himself shine, but to make his whole community shine. And that is what athletes should be doing, is trying to better their community and teach lessons from the experience and the journey that's gonna help everyone around them and the athletes that wanna follow suit. So athletes all have a dream. We all started with the dream of you know seeing our iconic favorite athlete of whatever sport and having that ability to believe we can be in the pros, right? And being on TV and getting everything that comes with it. But the reality is less than 1.5% of all high school players in North America will make it to an NCAA college. Less than 0.2% will be drafted into the pros. So there should be a lot more focus on making the most of our experiences, the life lessons and the friendships that come along the way because those last much more longer in our memories than, you know, what everything is going to come from necessarily being at the pinnacle of, of that athleticism. And we all want to see each other get there. But as you get up the ladder, it gets more competitive, it gets more serious, and obviously the numbers shrink because of that toll it takes and because of how difficult it is to compete with such amazing talent and mentally tough individuals. So you really have to be working on your craft and you really got to stay focused and passionate with drive to even maintain the work ethic that's going to get you years down the road where you now can be in the same category as some of these amazing athletes. So now that we have an understanding of the reality of being an athlete at the elite level, right? See that life of a pro athlete may look like all the glitz and the glamour, right? And with lots of perks, <laughs> but 
But if anyone were to be committing their whole life to that one goal, those perks become necessity for actually maintaining the elite performance. And only people who have really lived it will understand this. Typically, people just see the superficial benefits or the tip of the iceberg, as we say, of what's really happening behind the scenes. Therefore, people will make comments and remarks along the journey because they have no clue about what it takes to endure this process. However, if we work on these seven distinct qualities and perceive the process with a healthy mindset, the stress and hard work of the journey becomes much more enjoyable, right? Then it becomes something you want to wake up and jump out of bed for instead of sleeping, waking up and go, oh, I got to go to the weights. Oh, I got to go do yoga. If you're feeling like that and having no drive to get out of bed, maybe it's time to take a little break. Go do something else for a little bit and then come back to it. You know, the, the great thing we saw with Michael Jordan, going back to him, is he took a complete retirement from the game that he was three rings in in um, and he decided to go play baseball because it fulfilled his deeper desire and a connection with him and his dad and the story gets deep. But he took that same mindset work ethic and took it to the minor leagues. And realistically, if he would have stuck at it longer, he probably would have got a shot in the big leagues, right? At first, people thought it was a joke, but because of his athleticism and how much he worked at it, whatever he was doing, he had the right skills and qualities to then reach that next level. He wasn't the best hitter, he wasn't the fastest guy. He didn't have the strongest arm. He wasn't the best defender. And he wasn't hitting home runs every day. So if you don't have one of those five tools usually, you're not going to necessarily be a big leaguer. But if you can do them all pretty well, and then you have the mental capacity to be at that level because you're used to the grind, you're used to you know going through that level of elite sport, then potentially you'll overstep guys who have more talent than you because their mindset and their mental toughness cannot endure the process. So learn from those guys and adopt those things so that you can be the best version of yourself. Our mindset is everything. The reality you perceive is always the end product of your mindset. So the seven key mindset qualities of successful athletes and some techniques to develop each. Number one is persistence. The quality to keep pushing forward and maintain work ethic no matter what happens, no matter what. The ability to endure until the end. And that's when you hang it up and you completely let go of your sport. As well, the consistent drive to keep trying and pursuing the desired end results. Regardless of failures, setbacks, struggles, or even success, right? We maintain our persistence by reminding ourselves of why we really want to achieve certain goals. At, and at the end of the day, it all depends on your passion and work ethic to continuously work on your craft. If you don't enjoy it or find it no longer fun, then complacency and procrastination will eventually set in. Make sure you keep the process balanced and joyful to prevent burnout or mental health fatigue. So again, going back, if for some reason it's not giving you that push, that drive, when you wake up, you want to just bounce out of bed to go achieve and develop more today, then you probably need to take a little break or approach it in a different perspective and see it as, why am I really doing this? Am I doing this because people tell me I'm good at it? Am I doing it because 
Uh, maybe I don't want to go to school and I want to be an athlete and this is all I know. Well, really find that definition of what is driving you and why. Because once you find the why, then you have a deeper intrinsic motivation that's going to get you driven every day where you're going to sacrifice sleep. You're going to sacrifice hanging out with friends. You're going to sacrifice partying. You're going to sacrifice all those things that kids in their youth want to do and maybe going through college and high school. But if you really want to be that next level athlete, you're going to have to let go of some of those things. But in the long run, it's always going to pay off. So just know that. Number two is positive realism. Okay, so positivity is a crucial and intrinsic part of having the right mindset. However, positivity is needed to be tempered with realism. Why? Because we are never positive 100% of the time. It's just not human nature at times, right? We, we're not always going to be positive. Something happens, we let it get to us a little bit, and then maybe we make the adjustment and we get back positive. But there was still that little time period we weren't 100% positive. Of course, not every situation in athletics can be enjoying. <laughs> if you're losing, if it's a slow game, if you're having a crappy day at whatever you're doing, it happens. But learning how to make the best of any situation or those bad days, as we call it, is necessary. And it's very helpful in growing and learning. So positive realism is about trying to make the best of a bad situation or challenge, but tempering that with realistic assessment and action based on your circumstances. The best way to see this in action is staying grounded and going into every day with a positive attitude. There are distinct ways to create more positivity, but so many variables in life can be a part of the equation. So make sure you take a step back and really assess what's holding you back from staying positive. Because often it is usually off the field that is making that happen. So potentially, there could be something going on in your relationships, in school, in your, your workplace, and it's causing you to have maybe not the most positive attitude. If that leaks into your athletic performance, then that is going to hinder your ability to perform, right? So you got to always find a way that you're able to separate whatever's going on clear your mind, and usually meditation, breathing techniques, listening to some music, doing a little hobby or a craft, or something that gets your mind off of whatever was keeping you negative, and keep that as a way to implement into your routine as maybe a pregame ritual, as a game day ritual that always puts you in a positive headspace to make the most of your situation and seize your opportunities. Because as competitiveness it is in sports and how it keeps getting more competitive. Your opportunities and windows to for that opportunity are going to be smaller and smaller. So you got to be in your best headspace, putting in that right work ethic and just trying to make the most of every situation so that you can seize those opportunities. Very important. Number three is humility. Now, humility is all about staying hungry to keep improving. A humble person is one who is quietly confident in his or her own mindset. Yet, this is always realistic in assessing his or her strengths and weaknesses. That's crucial. A humble person does not under or overestimate their abilities or others as well. 
If you practice humility, you will become an internally motivated person. You will seek to achieve and improve yourself, not for external validation, but to satisfy your own desire to keep growing as an athlete and as a person. That's the kind of motivation that will keep you training through the rain, through hail, through the sunny shine when it's really hot. The key is to just stay humble and never letting your ego take over in the first place. Stay thankful and grateful for your abilities and always focus on being the best version of yourself. Treat others how you want to be treated. And if you typically try to be a team first guy and just staying respectful to your competition, this will never be an issue in the first place. And this will keep all of this in check. So just try to stay grounded. No matter how much success comes your way, you could be the number one prospect in the country. But if you're not able to keep your head grounded, you're going to lose sight of that work ethic. You're going to lose sight of the mindset. And someone's going to slip up and take that spot. So stay grounded, stay humble, thank the people around you that get you there and be the best teammate you can be. Respect your competitors because camaraderie is what it's all about. Having fun competing and bringing the best out of each other. Okay, so that's where we got to be focused on. Number four is a lack of regret. So how many times have you competed in an event and wished you had done more or maybe trained a little bit harder? If you finished an event and wished you had pushed yourself even, even a little bit more, just, just that little bit, that sense of regret is always going to be there. And for most athletes, it's a regular occurrence because you can't win every game. So, you know, unless you're the, I don't think I've ever seen someone get that, no. And even the most winning teams, like they still had a few losses, right? So it's just being able to understand it's always about the mindset that leads into a lot of regret because regret is a powerful tool and a very destructive human emotion. When you are preparing and competing, you need to have the courage to honestly answer the question, am I satisfied that I did everything I was willing to do to achieve my goal? Very important question. Just like life, game days are not infinite and they're certainly not warm-ups. Make every opportunity count. Control the controllables. That's it. Do everything you are willing to do to achieve your goal right now. If you practice all the qualities discussed today, then living a life of no regrets should become second nature. So just put in that effort, give everything you got, trust your abilities, play with a calm, level-headed sense of mindset, and do the things you need to do with planning, preparing, having that patience, and everything will work itself out. If you're having a little regret, then maybe you need to work a little harder. Maybe you did cut a couple corners and that guy who beat you today didn't cut those corners. Maybe he's not more talented than you. You just worked a little harder. So remembering it's about the effort, not the ability. Okay. So just go in it with as much passion as you can. Do your best effort and let the regret just be on the other side. You don't need it. It's not going to help you. It's only going to remind you that you didn't work hard enough potentially. So it's a good way to keep yourself in check too. Number five is vulnerability. Being vulnerable is not a quality that most would associate with having a strong mindset. A vulnerable person is one who is not afraid of failing or sharing those failures with others. Vulnerable people realize they learn more from times of failure than success. 
They are not afraid of adopting an open-minded approach to training or trying new ideas. They recognize the need to change and evolve as they age or as their goals broaden. And they are willing to speak and help to get the best out of themselves. Very important. While vulnerability is often seen as a sign of weakness, it is actually the opposite. Being vulnerable allows you to strengthen and resolve because we cannot grow until we acknowledge the areas are weak in. Exposing your vulnerability will ensure you never get overconfident. And it will always remind you of where you came from and how hard you worked to get where you are. Nothing builds a determined mindset more than that. Be willing to jump out of your comfort zone and anything is possible. Got to be willing to fail. You got to be willing to put yourself out there. And when you do those things, you will actually become stronger and stronger. One of the biggest things in my process when I first started mindset was getting through that little barrier of giving people the insight of the things I went through and the struggles I went through. But that vulnerability actually strengthened me. And now more than ever, it's become easier and easier with the process. So coming out of that comfort zone allowed me to become stronger and, and better in my mindset so that I could help everyone out there to be stronger in their mindset. So again, it's all that reciprocation. Number six is patience. Are you willing to wait months, maybe years, maybe even a decade to accomplish your desired results? Now let's imagine you're an Olympian who puts in four years of training specifically to perform perfectly to their abilities for a few seconds or a few minutes or just a couple repetitions, <laughs> would you have the passion and drive to wait that long for your shot at glory? Because that's what it takes to really achieve greatness at the highest level of sports. Majority of athletes are not phenoms who achieve success at a very young age. So it takes at least 100,000 hours or repetitions to be considered even a master of your craft. But that doesn't guarantee results either. And other than the tedious years of training and competition, frankly, the patient lifestyle is needed to create positive results in order to even reach the highest levels in the first place. Why? Because if you rush the process, then the performances will be lacking causing irritability and regret. Typically, whenever athletes try to force the game, they tend not to react or make the best of split-second decisions. In comparison, the athletes who let the game come to them have a higher tendency of competing, smarter with more consistent results. Therefore, patience is a vital part of achieving true success in sports. Patience comes from a way of thinking. If, you, if your head is sped up, then everything will follow suit. Try meditation, yoga, breathing techniques, all to calm down the mind and get to that calmer state of focus with a mindset that's more in-depth in the details so that you can achieve the results you really want to. Because if your mind's bouncing all over, you're trying to do things too fast, you're going to rush what you need to do in order to make the most of that opportunity in the moment. And that's going to cause the opposite of the results you're trying to achieve. 
So you got to always try to let the games come to you. You know, for baseball, I want to let the pitcher come to me. I don't want to start chasing stuff and make it easier for him. I want to make his job harder and harder and harder. So in any sport you're doing, make it harder on the competition by staying calm, staying patient, and letting the pieces come to you. And when the right opportunity seizes itself, you just take it. But as well, to help you with the patience, we do have a blog that's all about meditation and the brain frequencies we tap into it and how that's all associated with calming that mind down, getting a little bit more tranquil so that you can think clearer and straighter. And it's a great read, so go check it out. We have it in the link of our blog. Definitely give it a read, okay? And number seven is optimistic. Control what you can control. You've probably heard that before. (laughs) Being optimistic is a huge part in believing that one success really relies in our own hands. The ability to see the brighter side of any situation or challenge is key for seizing opportunities now or in the future. The first step is attributing success and failure to effort instead of the ability, right? Athletes must be aware that neither success nor failure are final. Often athletes get down on themselves due to undesired results or failure. And that is natural. We are competitive. We want to succeed. And nobody really wants to fail. But it is a part of the process. If we have the correct mindset to then bounce back and know that next time we can just improve, make those adjustments, and get those better results is helpful in remembering the reality that someone needs to win and lose. And just because it wasn't your day today, that doesn't mean tomorrow won't be either. Plus, failure is often more beneficial for development compared to success because it makes you have to really dive in and think, what do I have to work on to create the success? What do I need to make adjustments on to be better and work a little harder on it? So if you want to be the best version of yourself, you need to fail so that you can improve on your weaknesses. That's just how it is. If you succeed and you got by with something, you might not pay as much attention to it because you had success. So having some failure is good for our psyche and good for our overall talent and skills to then heighten themselves to the level we want. We need to trust our abilities and always put our best effort first. Just enjoy today, right? Whatever happened yesterday, learn from it. And what's to come tomorrow will always depend on what we do today. So just be in the moment, enjoy the present, have fun with what you're doing, and you're always going to put yourself in the best opportunities and the best situations to succeed while performing to your best capabilities. So huge, stay optimistic, see the better side of everything, always half glass full, and you will achieve great things with that mindset. So many people will say it takes more than these seven qualities to really be a successful athlete, but some of them can be subjective, obviously opinionated. So we want to really hone in on those specific qualities that are needed in order to thrive and level up our potential for performances. Some people naturally have one more than the other, but that's no excuse to work on something just because you don't naturally get it, which is a lot of things. We typically don't get born with everything, so we have to work on patience. We have to work on 
our ability to let go of regret. We have to work on those things. So just take that due diligence and put in the effort and eventually you will get those qualities. It takes time. And majority of people don't know how to stay consistent with that hard work. And eventually, if you do maintain it, you will achieve great qualities. So just keep working on yourself. Keep developing that growth mindset, staying optimistic, seeing that tomorrow's always going to be a better day. And if you keep working at it, eventually you will achieve it. So I appreciate everyone who's tuned in today. Anyone who's new to the channel, make sure you like, share, subscribe. And I appreciate you sticking through for the whole video and the whole blog. And we will keep getting you this great mindset content to help all our athletes maintain that upward growth and develop that highest mindset. So we want you to level up and be the best version of yourself. And that might play into, you know, your athletics, but as a whole, we want to be better individuals in life. And sports are a great mentor for teaching us wisdom and giving us a lot more life lessons so we can apply it to being a better parent, a better coach, a better mentor, and a better necessarily employee in a career one day. Because again, 1.5% of athletes from high school are going to NCAA for sports and 0.2% are going to play pro. So that number is small. It means give everything you got to get in that circle. But if it doesn't happen, just know everything you learn along the way is going to help you to be a stronger, more resilient individual to succeed in society. Okay. So I want you to stay strong. I want you to stay consistent. I want you to stay healthy and keep developing yourself. Level up.